1820, Washington Irving wrote a short story steeped in the ghostly folklore of New York's Hudson Valley. Its simple premise and terrifying climax have spooked and entertained people for two centuries. It was set in North Terrytown, but Irving used another name for it, Sleepy Hollow. This is a special Halloween episode of Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. Sleepy Hollow sits along a wide point of the Hudson River called the Tappan Zee. The area has always had an unusually high number of ghost stories. Yes, well, Washington Irving says that the place is spellbound. Jonathan Cruck is a professional storyteller. At the beginning of his story, he says a uh, indigenous chieftain cast a spell upon the place or... A high German witch doctor cast a spell. It could just be that geographically, Sleepy Hollow is a bit of a valley, and mists tend to occur there more frequently than perhaps in other places, and the mists may spark interest in ghosts. The legend of Sleepy Hollow opens with a recap of some of the stranger local lore, a lot of it drawn from the Dutch immigrants who settled the area. There is a line where ancient Dutch mariners prudently shortened their sail, and beg for protection from St. Nicholas, referring to the ghost imps right here on the Tapan Zee. The ghost imps? The ghost imps, yes. And if you don't tip your hat to them, they may come out unexpectedly and will um, create disturbing winds and storms and sink your ship. But the most enduring part of the story happens on land, the appearance of the Headless Horseman. Washington Irving expert Elizabeth Bradley says the author drew from the story of a Hessian mercenary soldier in the American Revolution. His head was blown off by a cannonball, and his ghost roamed the towns searching for it. And it's part of the delight of this kind of roving ghost that you, you know, he's not limited to haunting one house or one church or one cemetery, but goes nightly in search of his head. And you might see him anywhere that kind of brings that scare factor, that sort of delightful shiver factor. Washington Irving settled in the neighboring town of Terrytown and bought a home he called Sunnyside. It's now a National Historic Landmark. And every autumn, the story of Sleepy Hollow is told on the grounds of his house. Greetings. Welcome to Washington Irving's Castle of Indolence, also known as Sunnyside. Storyteller Jonathan Cruck recounts the whole story as schoolteacher Ichabod Crane prepares for a party where he wants to woo local socialite Katrina Van Tassel. I shall be able to openly court my Katrina. Why, we'll dance together. I'll fetch her some cider, and I mayest even make my proposal. Oh. Ichabod leaves the party on his horse, but he's tailed by the headless horseman. Yea, the other rider mounted upon a ghastly, monstrous mare. Imagine. Our schoolmaster's horror, looking to find the face of this fellow traveler and discovering it had no head. 
Ah! It's a headless horseman. Ah! A race was on. Goblin after schoolmaster. Ichabod thought, if I can just make it past the bridge by the church, I'm safe. Ichabod, kedadunk, 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 clattered over the little bridge. He turned around, but rather than finding that fiend ready to vanish in an illumination of thunder and lightning, he found the goblin rising up in its stirrup. Hearted head in hand, readying to turn it into a projectile, and it gave it a hurl! And when you come to watch the performance, you also get to experience Irving's small but eccentric house. Elizabeth Bradley again. It's really a kind of visual biography of Irving and his life and travels. And so it has this whimsical environment that really lends itself to a caricature. It's got gingerbreading on it and weather vanes and a strange little tower cropping up and inscriptions that are impossible to read because they're obscured by the wisteria. And it's got a, a faux date on the side of the building that pertains to absolutely nothing at all. Sleepy Hollow wasn't Irving's only popular tale. He published a collection of his stories called The Sketchbook of Jeffrey Crayon, Gent. His other famous story, Rip Van Winkle, appeared in that book. These were instant hits. These stories were charming. They were providing a literature for a very young nation that really didn't have a national literature of its own and was just developing a national culture and and a voice for itself. Today, the town of North Terrytown is officially called Sleepy Hollow. That didn't happen until 1996, over 175 years after the story's publication. Here's storyteller Jonathan Crook. It had long been just North Terrytown, a kind of working class place with a big General Motors factory. But then in the mid-90s, the factory closed and the place was plummeting economically. So various people got together and, to the chagrin of some, decided they were going to change the name to Sleepy Hollow. And of course, the town's mascot is the Headless Horseman. He's on the town's fire trucks. And there's a big metal statue of him just a few feet away from the bridge Ichabod Crane crosses at the end of the story. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. I'm still out there finding stories of the odd and unusual. Until next time, happy Halloween.